is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. <laughs> We're back. There it is. Here we are. Purple pill show. Show. Oh wait, wait, wait. I have to. Where's the Where's the thing? What are you doing now? Where's the Where's the thing? <laughs> I got things. I know. You need wait, things. Wait, wait, wait. I can you know get you things. In probably twenty minutes. That was I the wrong. Things for you. That was the wrong thing to say. Uh, you know the intro thing. Oh, here it is. This is the show where we suspend our beliefs on what was and what is, and we use our imagination on what is and what could be. And this episode is called The Childlike Mind. Oh, nice. And unlearned. You just come up with that? Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, The only issue I may be having is that, um, you know, uh, when we usually record... The uh, audio boxes on the Mac are blue when I'm recording. Oh. And right now they're red. So whatever that means, could be a lost episode. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. uh, Should we stop? I really like you. I know. I know. You're going to kill me. See, this this is usually blue, I think. And it's red now. Or is it blue when we're done? And red means yeah. red means. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. How come red and and play are both clicked at the same time? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's not normal. Play. I mean, that's how it was record. in the old days when you had a tape deck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe that's the. Is that what we're? Is that what's happening here? Yeah. So sh- should we invest forty five minutes and then see if it's okay? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's analog. Uh, We're doing this one analog style. Oh. Um, so the last episode, we uh, covered transcend, transcendence, transcending the the world, quote unquote, the world, the 3D world, the Truman right. Show, the Matrix. Yeah. Um, and a key point to that was uh, having a childlike understanding, a childlike mind. Oh, yeah. The master was... We went back in the scripture. There was a few. Yeah. And so, you know... Mark, that one that I found was... Oh, like, yeah, that was good. You won't enter the kingdom unless you do have a childlike oh, mind. Oh, right. right? So, yeah, so that's like that's that. huge. So, it's pretty yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. So it's so heavy that we're going to have to cover that. I mean, pretty in Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it seems like, well, yeah, I can do that. A sense of wonder. It's like, well, you really, um, you're, you're perfect as you are right now. And so that means, because that's what the master tells us. Okay. So we're, he's going to accept us as we are and we're children of, of God. And we have the capability of doing this. We have to actually do it though. There's no hoops to jump through, but you have to actually do it. Like if I want to move my left arm, 
I have to physically lift it, right? It's just not going to lift itself. Yeah. So in order to have a childlike understanding, a childlike mind, we actually have to have it and use it. Gotcha. And so um, we're going to first start off, we're going to go over some attributes that children have uh, that we all still have, but we don't, we don't want to use <laughs> as adults. We don't well, want yeah, to you kind of grow out of that. Yeah, you're like, you know what? It's not going to make me any money or get me any chicks, so why would I do that? You know, usually like when you get out of high school, you're like, oh, man, finally I'm an adult. I can't wait to be an adult. And then once it happens and you got to get a job and start paying bills, you're like, dude, this blows. <laughs> I can't wait to be an adult. No, and, and then you that's where we're here. We're going to take you back to a childlike state yeah, of mind. Yeah, we totally screwed that whole thing up. <laughs> I want to be an adult. I want to be an adult. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, so, um, so that's what we're going to start off with. Now, we got a good, uh, we got a pretty good article that kind of runs down the main attributes that you're going to need in order to access the kingdom uh, here on earth. You know, this isn't, again, this isn't a kingdom that is, uh, that you enter when you, you know, at the end of your life, you enter the kingdom right now. You enter the kingdom tomorrow, today, moment to moment. Yeah, this isn't the afterlife. Yeah, this isn't the afterlife. The kingdom goes on forever. That still trips me out, man, like thinking about that because you always thought like, oh, you know, the afterlife, you know, but after hearing what Jesus says, that it's eternal. Life's eternal. Right now. Right. So there is no afterlife. How can there be an afterlife? Right. When, when, when everything's now, when everything's happening when now. When he presents us with eternal life. Yeah. And he says the kingdom's within you, all around you, among you. And at hand. Yeah. And at <laughs> hand. Yeah. So reach out and grab it. Right. Right. Yeah. Where, where is he saying, okay, so just when you die, then you'll see me again. You know, there's none of that. Yeah. It's, I'm yeah. going to go right now and prepare mansions while you stay here and move mountains yeah. and do greater things than me. Okay, so go ahead and do it, and I'll be right back. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. He's going to bring you knowledge of all things. If you die in the meantime, <laughs> I'll meet you at the gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like walking through a door. No problem. Um, okay, so uh, so yeah, give us the rundown. What, what are some of these uh, attributes or... Um, what, what, what's the word they use? Oh, give me a second. Yeah. This is... Uh, okay. Qualities. Uh, what do they have or what qualities do they express that are so special that God's kingdom belongs to them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so, so what's, what's the title of the article? Become like little children. Right. And what's the scripture right underneath there? Uh, Matthew 18.3 through 5. Let me see it. Oh, let me read it. Uh, I tell you the truth. Unless you change, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, that's pretty sick. And then another one, Matthew nineteen fourteen. That was Matthew 18, 3 and 5. Matthew 19 and then 14 is, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. Okay, cool. 
And then uh, go ahead, read. Uh, go ahead, uh, read the. Uh, the qualities. Yeah, read the qualities. All right, first one's complete trust. Oh, children are completely trusting. If they need anything, a shoulder to sleep on, a diaper change, milk or food, a hand to help them walk, arms to crawl uh, into, they turn to their mommy or daddy with wide eyes, open arms, complete trust. That's what we need right there. Complete trust. Trust in who? Trust in what? Trust in? The word and yourself? Yeah, trust in the master who is the example who accomplished all these things. You have to have trust that the things that he's talking about doing is another way. Is what's going to gonna happen. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you do, it. right. It, all things will be added. <laughs> right. You have to have yeah. complete trust. Don't worry about t- tomorrow for today has its own trouble. So, okay. Okay. And love thy neighbor. Love God. Love yourself. Love your enemy. Love everybody. Right? And so you have to have complete trust. Children have complete trust. Wow. All the time. They don't worry about the car driving by. They don't worry about the neighbor if he's bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, whoops. I had to. It's Christmas time. Um, but, but you notice that, though? How come kids aren't more untrusting? You know, I mean, they're little, they're little and small. They're hanging out with their parents all the time. They get shy around some, not all, but some get shy around strangers. Some don't. Some walk up. I mean, I was at uh, the OC fair and little kids were just running up and, hey, how are you? And I'm like, where's your mom and dad? And they're in line getting corn dogs, smiling and waving, you know, 20 feet away. I'm like, how old are you? Six? Five? Yeah, kids are fearless. You know what I mean? They're fearless. They're trusting. How, but how something's going on inside them where they instinctively know that they're protected. That, that someone's always looking out for them. And sure, in the physical, they're looking out for them, the mom and the dad or, or the cousin or brother, whoever they're with. But they seem to have that trust outside of that too. Like they want to run off, right? You, you're with your kid, they just run off. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you're at the park. Many times you're at the pumpkin patch. All of a sudden they just run off. Oh, you yeah, know, there goes teleport, Johnny. Like, I mean, Jesus. yeah, and you're like, whoa! I mean, he was just right here. Then you're, yeah, right. you're running all over the park, going, Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, true. Yeah, how come they're not, you know, wondering where mom, you know, that they're leaving their mom and dad or this? Then now people would hear this and go, well, it's because they don't know any better yet. They don't know the dangers of the world, or or maybe they just know something else. Yeah, maybe they know, and maybe they have an innate understanding that they are divine taken care of children of god and taken care of and that the physical is simply uh they view it like zero to four is like this is just like a a, a, like they went to disneyland in heaven or something i don't like an amusement park in heaven where you can actually touch things and feel the wind like wow this is great i don't think they have that like a divine knowing that they're taken care of by like a higher power? Is that what you're saying? Just like a fear, what I mean by innate is a fearlessness that just comes naturally. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Because they just run off. They don't know what's in front of them. You know, when I was a kid, I would do that. 
I would too. I would just take off on my bike, dude, and just ride miles, dude. Yeah, no, <laughs> cities. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you don't have that. You don't worry. You don't have a worry. You don't have a worry. There's no worries. Why don't they worry? When your parents, when you, when you, when you asked your mom if you could ride to the mall, and she said you were still too young, right? And you knew you weren't, and you knew you could. Why did we sneak and ride to the mall anyway, even though mom said said not to? <laughs> I don't know, but that's funny. One time I got hit by a car in the cross. Oh my god! I was in a crosswalk, but just you know, she made a mistake of just going when it was still red. And just bumped me, knocked me over, but I got up all scared. I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm fine. Oh my God. I gotta get out of here. In the eighties and nineties, <laughs> we just got hit by cars and told the driver that everything was fine. And ran the lady home. was like worried and her daughter got You were out nine or ten years old. But I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, you didn't was, want to get in it trouble. It was literally the intersection in front of the mall. Oh, I was really? like twelve or something. You were t- you didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Who cares if you were injured? Yeah, right. You didn't want to get in trouble for your yeah. mom. I was like, I got to get home. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> right, right. So the so the reason we do that is because we know they're wrong. We know they're wrong. They're telling us not to go, and we know they're wrong. That's why we go. Right? I don't think so. I we think we think, more... we think they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we think they're wrong. And they we are. think we're right. As kids. And listen, I was right. I went to the mall multiple times, totally right. safe. Locked up my bike, played video games. My mom didn't know I was riding to the mall for like a month and a half. Then she found out through a, through a parent who saw me at the mall. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, well, mom, she goes, what the hell are you doing? I'm taking your bike away, this and that. I go, why? I, I've proven that I can go to the mall. And she's like, I don't care. I told you not to go. And I'm like, but you were wrong. I'm totally safe. <laughs> and she's like, no, you, you disobeyed. So now so now they shift the goalpost. Now it's disobey. I thought I, I don't go because it won't be safe. So I, now I have to hitchhike to the mall. Yeah, That's now, safe yeah, for mom. Yeah, yeah, right. Now I'm going to walk to the mall. I'll be home at night. But we just, we know that the adults were overreacting or being too cautious. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, they had definitely had a, almost like a pre-programmed mentality right of you know Not expecting anything other than trust right anything other than trust, trust yeah and i think it, that's why his emphasis in this scripture matthew mark all a bunch of different ones is to return to that childlike because you've had your your mind change right at some point and he's telling you, you need to go back. Yeah. Or you're not getting it. You need to change or, back. Or you're not getting it. Yeah, he does say that. He does. He's just really, you know, you need, I tell you the truth. You know, you're in deep shit when he start, starts off with that. I know, it's the worst. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, it's the bad, but yeah, I tell you the truth. Dun, 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 dun. Unless you change and become like little children. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, he's talking to great grown men and women, and they're just oh, going, yeah. oh, no. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven unless you change and become like little children. Become. I mean, that is just so. Forget. Bro- it's basically just forget what you <laughs> don't. What you've, what you've learned. Well, right. I mean, we can fold in the judge not by appearances type thing. 
Yeah. Right? We judge not by appearances. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's huge. It doesn't say certain appearances. Don't judge by any appearances and then become like little children and then you scroll down and then what's the first attribute? It's complete trust. Yeah. Isn't that what we need to do? Be be completely (laughs) trusting? Let's look at that second one. Of God. Uh, Teachability, receptivity, and humility. Children love discovering and learning. They have eyes that say, teach me. And they point to everything, wanting to know what it means, wanting to touch it, to experience it for themselves. In complete humility, they are open to what uh, their parent is telling them. And we need to be open to what God is telling us in these in these uh, gospel scriptures. Yeah. To what the master is saying. You know, we, we keep the mainstream uh, church acts as if these are all things that can never be attained, that only he could attain. Well, if only he could attain it, then why is he teaching it to everybody to do it? <laughs> and then right. you know and then, and then he says do what i say multiple times he's like look just do what i say okay yeah everything will be fine frustrated a couple yeah times. what, what are you doing do yeah, what i say you're not <laughs> they're just they're just they're just groveling at his feet and he's like we've oh, gone into this town we can't heal anyone i know <laughs> receptivity teachability okay so you have to you have to be completely open to learning something else now that's what he's saying. To right. Be, become like little children is right. be open to learning this. Forget what you heard, and this is the new jam. Right. This is, the, this is okay, so I think it, another way to put it is this is another jam, right? Right. Like you know how to play this jam. Right. And it's worked out well, but you're hitting a wall now, and the record sales are declining rapidly, and no one's coming to your concerts. Here's a new jam. And it's yeah. way better than the old ones. Right. This is like when Radiohead went from uh, the Benz to OK Computer to, to Kid, Kid A. A. Yeah. Okay, that's that's amnesiac. what we're talking. <laughs> they even doubled down with I Amnesiac. Know. Yeah, basically like- <laughs> Kid A Part Two. Yeah, um, that's what that's what that's what he's talking about. So we need to ch- we need to completely blank slate. Yeah, and be open to these new ideas. I've got a new idea. Why don't we do what I say? That's what the Holy Spirit said to me. Yeah. I've got a new idea. Why don't we why don't we do what I say? Well, what'd you say? Let's go read it again with new eyes now. In these gospels, I mean, it is base it is the blueprint for transcending the world and changing matter around us, moving the mountains. Trippy. And you have to have receptivity, teachability, and humility. And that's gonna be tough for some because yeah, that's why, and that's why the next part of the the episode is going to be how to unlearn, right? Okay, um, what is the next uh, attribute? Focus on the now. Focus on the now. Just Eckhart Tolle, uh, Buddhism, uh, Jesus too, the Master. Uh, uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Today has its own troubles. Don't worry about what you'll eat or yeah. whatever, you know. So it's it it trans it it it, it trans no pun intended. It transcends all different teachings and spirituality. Yeah, a lot uh, of that has to do with your thoughts. You right, know, going back to your thoughts, um, focusing on the now. You know, because if you're thinking about some shit that went down yesterday, or it's oh man, something's coming up in a in a you're in not a month, in the moment. Uh, you're ne- <laughs> no way. And if you're not in the moment, then you don't have gratitude. 
Right. Because you're not living in the moment. So you don't have gratitude. You don't even know what's going on in the now. No, because you're thinking about tomorrow and two months from now and two weeks from now and yesterday. And I remember living like that, man. And every now and then I step back into it for a minute. I know. And I'm just, my whole, everything malfunctions. Everything starts going sideways. Everything starts crumbling. Yeah, from my job to my marriage to my kid. Like everything starts going sideways immediately. People start getting grumpy. I start getting grumpy. And it just it just spreads like a virus. Focus on the now. When babies discover something new, they look at it from every angle. Put it in their mouths, roll it around, and even drop it to see what happens. They are totally focused on the present moment. And if something happens, if they fall off a toy, they may cry for a little bit. But when a new toy comes along, they're once again absorbed in every aspect of it. The hurt is gone. The joy is here. We need to be more absorbed in the present moment with God, with these teachings, with this idea that we can do it, that, that, that the mountain will move, but we've got to focus on the now. And and what does that mean? And so the way I do it a lot of times, what does that look like in action? When you're in the car, you focus on the rumbling of the engine. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, what I what I have a tendency to do is I'll just like, you know, stop at a light or whatever, roll the window down and just uh, take in the air, look at at you know whatever's around, like the trees blowing, stuff yeah, like that. I love that. Yeah, I do that. I, that helps. The way the sun, I always look at the uh, clouds and the way the sun's coming in through the car, and then music. A lot of times, listening to music in your car. Yeah. Uh, when, but not just. Listen, not just having the music on and then thinking about the past or the future, really being into the music that you're listening to. Like yeah. you really like this song and you're really jamming to it. That's being in the now. That's why a lot of times you're having these uh, kind of uh, ecstatic and, you know, I mean, beyond ecstatic uh, experiences at concerts is that right. you're so focused in the moment because everything's so loud and the lights and your friends. And it's and, happening. Yeah, right, right in front there. of you, right. And it's so loud you can't even hear yourself think, right? It was so loud I couldn't hear myself think. That's a good thing at a concert, right? Because then you're in the moment. Yeah. And then as soon as you're not, you forget, oh, I missed that song. No, they played that. It's because you were thinking of something else. You know, but but the first 30 minutes of any concert, you're pretty locked in. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's a good way to think of it too. Um, so, uh, also when you're doing your hobby, whatever hobby it is, that is being in the moment, right? As long as you have your mind focused, you don't want it to drift off into the future or the past or yeah. what am I going to do tomorrow while you're doing something? That's not being in the moment. Yeah. And it's almost like it, it can become a form of meditation. You know, you mentioned hobbies or whatever. Um, you know, whether it's playing an instrument, carving wood, whatever you do. You know, you do. you're in the now right and you're focused and it's 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 almost uh cathartic almost like it you is. enter this mindset where it's just um you know you're just aware of what's going on right then and there right when we were in the band and we would have the band practices and we had the lockout studio and we would go in there at whatever time seven o'clock sometimes we we're in there at five or six and then we would jam and we'd blink and it would be 10 or 11 yeah and like wow it seems like we only played two or three songs but we've been here for you know four hours five hours that was weird yeah there was no clocks in the studio i always thought that was super weird and and i mean with anything really if you get that in tune with what you were doing in the now 
you just lose all concept of space and right. time and <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you no know? you do yeah and that's it's, great because yeah. then then you're open to you know miraculous things happening right you're, you're de-stressing yourself you're showing gratitude for the current moment you're more alive because you can only be alive right now right forever you can never be alive 2 minutes from now 30 seconds ago can only be alive right now so be alive and then it gets rid of the negative thoughts if you're truly in the now you know you may think oh i'm a failure but you're not a failure right now you're on the fucking 405 going to la to an appointment you need to be there in probably 30 minutes uh wait a minute forget the time uh but you know being in the now gets rid of negative thought forms it does you can't think of when you're in the now Unless you're in, you know, the battlefield of, uh, you know, where, whatever it is, everything should be pretty, pretty good in the moment, right? You're clothed, yeah. you're fed, and that, and that, that, that'll battle the negative. Okay, so focus on that. So change and become like a little child by practicing complete trust. Complete trust that things are going to work out for your good, no matter what your eyes and your ego tell you receptivity, teachability, and humility, and focusing on the now. All right, what's the uh, what's another one here? I was just thinking about what you just said, and it was it's hard. It's hard to focus on the now based on what you just said. Yeah, you know, it's uh, everything's gonna be good, and when you have all this stuff coming in from different angles, yeah, you have to have complete trust. Especially if you know the graphics on the screen and you're hearing this from friends, you're just like, and as soon as you give your belief to it, then it will the negative will happen, and then your ego will use that to reinforce. It almost like it pulls you away. Yeah, yeah, pulls you away from it. You see, I was right. It didn't. It's it didn't work out. Just like I knew it would. But it's like, wait a minute. You knew it wouldn't. So that it didn't. Like, isn't it self fulfilling at that point? It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like, quit it. It's it's really an ego trip. It is. Gosh. Why don't we have a self fulfilling prophecy for, you know, everything going great? Can we try that instead of self (laughs) instead of self fulfilling prophecies for everything going shit? Well, this one uh, kind of just tethers right off of that. The next one is uninhibited joy uninhibited uninhibited joy <laughs> so uninhibited so there's nothing ever standing in the way of joy right and that's how you get it is by focusing on the now because if you have all this other stuff coming in from outside sources it's inhibiting it right right laughing at the simplest things it says here there's nothing there's no better sound in the world i have a you know i think there is but this is a good sound too. There's no better sound in the world, I may be biased, it says, than little children laughing. They delight in the simplest of things, a silly face, a cute little tickle, a tumbling toy. There's no concern about how others will think of them. Uninhibited joy. So when you're in that traffic, there is joy in that moment somewhere. And it, yeah. may, it may be right outside your window in the clouds. It may be in a person picking their nose that makes you laugh that just drove by you. It may be the that song happens. that's coming up. It may be your uh, loved one just sent you a cute picture. or But there's joy, there's love in every moment, and it's up to us to find it, okay? So we practice it, but when we're in the game, okay, so we're on the bench, we're the quarterback, we're on the bench, or we're the basketball player, we're on the bench, and then the coach says, okay, you're in the game. When you're in the game, you're in the traffic. 
you're at work in the high stress situation. Yeah. Can you find the joy? Can you find the love in that moment to de-stress yourself and to have the trust that everything's going to work out the way it should, right? Like, let's say you go on a job interview, you don't get the job, you're all bummed out. But meanwhile, the job you eventually get was better than that job anyway, or led to something else that you couldn't foresee Right. in the moment you thought it was, it was shit, but turns out it was great for you. So then you think back and you go, oh, in the moment I shouldn't have been sad about that. And that's going to, that's every situation you can do that. I just lost a good friend. And and instead of being sad, I chose to turn it into joy. And I chose to see my friend in in other things in life instead of choosing to think that they were gone or believing they were gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So same thing here, the uninhibited joy. So I had, I created, I found the uninhibited joy and love within a terrible situation, a, a friend I had known for 30 years, best friend. And I, I, I found the joy and I grabbed it and it's with me, you know? And you, if I can do it with that, then you can do it with the traffic. You can do it with the kids. You can do it with the stressful job. You can do it with the husband or wife that doesn't get you right now or, or you know, you've been arguing with. You can find it in the, uh, you know, uh, mother-in-law that doesn't, that, that bitches and moans all the time. You can find it in the father-in-law that's way too, uh, you know, set in his ways. You can find it. It's there. You just have to find it. And once you do, that's being in the moment. Yeah. And once you do, I think you kind of develop uh, ways to find it more often. Right. You know, it can be difficult at first, but. Because your ego wants to get involved and make you angry. Of course. Make you annoyed. Of course. Uh, Right. With whoever or whatever is, you know. It happens so often that there's no point in even getting angry or stressed anymore, right? Yeah. Because that doesn't serve us in any way. It doesn't solve anything. It makes everything worse. It it just it just doesn't work. Let try to find the joy. Try to find the love and then just try to breathe through it if it's really intense and you just, you know, I used to um I used to just straight up reject. I'll say it out loud. Sometimes the kids drive me nuts and I just go and I breathe out loud and I put my hand in front of me like, like, you know, like this. I've seen you do this. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I'll just be like, I love it. I refuse to get mad. I'm starting to feel anger and I'm going to go ahead and uh, reject that completely. And I'm going to tell you kids one more time before everyone's getting a timeout that you need to clean up the living room, turn off the TV, and we're going outside. And they just go, oh, dad's breathing. Dad's, uh oh, dad's breathing and putting his hand in front of his heart and closing his eyes again. We better really, before it was dad screaming and turning red, we better do it. Now it's dad's breathing and holding his hand in front of his heart like a Jesus painting. We better do what he says. Okay. But Uh, I'm telling you, at first, I really, I mean, and now I just, and it works, you guys. It works because, you know, I call it fake it till you make it, but it's not faking it if you're, actively trying not to get angry if you just try not to get angry you're winning because before you didn't before you just got angry before you just yeah got and sad. when has that ever solved anything or helped anything right. negativity anger you know it just provokes more anxiety and, and and fear out of you know whoever's involved right absolutely <laughs> i can't i can't remember i can't think of a time Growing up, all my life, I got angry. I went, I won some fights, but could it have been handled 
differently and better. And I could have just stayed in my car and not road raged when I was, you know, 19. Right. Uh, You know, so yeah, I I just can't think of a time when my anger or any of those negative, yeah, any of those negative emotions ever helped me. Yeah. At all. (laughs) I know. know? I'm struggling right now. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's got to be one, right? Think Uh, of one. Yeah. My ego can't even pop one because it's just hiding from me now because it knows it's totally, totally wrong. Yeah. It's a little gremlin in our minds. Uninhibited joy. Joy of no, of, of like you have a car that works or you have a bike that works or you have legs. Yeah. I work in healthcare. People, a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that can't walk. A lot. Right, right. You yeah. have legs and can walk. You know, you can find joy in anything. Gratitude and joy go hand in hand. I would, you know what? What helps me is looking on the bright side. And, and I try to find that, you know, with, with anything that, that, you know, I'm struggling with or whatever. Like you mentioned legs. I would be like, you know what? At least I have my arms. I've had to do that. I've had to do that. Even if, look. And I'm super grateful for things just like my eyesight, my hearing. My hearing, yeah. My hearing. I think this is good that we're saying because some people out there that are listening may not know how to begin this. And if you have to begin it, don't, don't, I know it may sound corny, you know, like look on the bright side, but we're talking more, this is more intense than that. It's like, actually do it though. You know what I mean? Instead of, well, you can look on the bright side after you've already said the negative 10 times, then you'd say one, look on the bright side. Let's just not do the negative at all. Stop yourself and force yourself to not just look at the bright side, live the bright side. And if that means you have to say, well, at least I can walk because you can't think of anything else. You know, you, you don't have to, the sophistication will come as you go. If at first you just have to say, I can see and I'm not blind. That's, that's what I'm going to focus on so I don't get angry, so I can show gratitude, then do it. Yeah. Don't, don't try to, don't let your ego go, God, that's, you know, that sounds hippie to me or, the, you know, oh, of course you can move your arm. Okay, bro, that's real something to be grateful. It's like, shut up, ego, dude. Right. Just, just practice the best way you know how. I, Fake it till you make it. Say it out loud. I'm about to get angry or I'm about to, you know, I'm feeling frustrated and I don't want to feel frustrated. Tell the person you're being frustrated. Tell them, say that out loud. Even if you're not directing it towards them, just say it out loud and people will start giving you more grace. I'm starting to feel frustrated and I don't want to get frustrated. And so I'm just going to breathe and try to think I of think something. you've done that with me a I couple have, times. I have. I just did I it the other it. day with you I on the phone. It. I'm I like, know. I'm starting to feel anger in my heart, I and know. I'm going to go ahead and get rid of that right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, right? And you, you always laugh when I do it, but dude, I do. I'm but practicing. I, I slow my roll, whatever. Right? You know? Yeah, people are like, it oh, is. shit. Fuck. Cody's, you know, people are actually saying the shit out loud. But, yeah. I mean, and I just, like, at first, it was really just simple things with me. Like, like say, for instance, I was, uh, you know, my job's physical or whatever. My back was hurting. Well, I was like, you know what? At least I'm not bedridden. You know, just something lame like that. Yeah. Like, or the kids are bothering you. You know, it's like, at least I have kids. There's a lot of people out there that can't have kids. Have kids, kids, right. And and there's other scientific, you know, don't do it whatever adopt or whatever yeah or a kid passed away with you know what i mean it's like i'm super grateful for my kids yeah say it out loud people yeah 
if you have to, to get house. you back in the moment to really reset your mind. There's no point in doing this in, in anything negative. There's just no point. And it doesn't matter if you do one in 10 minutes. It, you can stop yourself the next 10 minutes. Okay, We're not saying you, to be perfect, okay? But just the act of trying to stop yourself. I'm is, still struggling is, to is find winning. a time in my life when negativity solved a problem or helped know, in some way. You know, any callers out there, we're taking calls. First <laughs> yeah. time. Anyone yeah. have anything to say yeah. about guy neg- was breaking negativity my- helped you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Purple Pill Show. Yeah, this is uh, Steve from uh, from Long Beach. And uh, I'll tell you something right now. Uh, anger really uh, helped me out when the guy's breaking into my fucking house. And I blew that asshole, you know, straight from here to kingdom come, all right? So there you go. That's where I go. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the guy broke into your house. So um, I guess you have to use anger at that point. I guess that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> is that anger or is that just protection? I mean, that's just... I don't know if that's I want to angry. go back to uninhibited joy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to pull an example, but I don't know if right. that'd be anger. You're, you're more in fear no. and yeah. you're trying to protect your family. Anger is when it's unprovoked. You don't need to be angry. Someone insults you. You can choose to not be angry. Yeah, like. Someone you, hits your car and jumps out and says it's your fault. That's what's to me. You want to get really. Your boss you, calls and needs you on a Saturday. That needs you to work yeah, on Saturday. That wants to, you want to get resentment on that one too. But you know what? I'm grateful I have a job. So you want to call me and work on Saturday? You know what? That that actually that actually came Let's up. Go. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe seven months ago or something. But you're like, yeah, I'm a little bummed out because I'm supposed to have Mondays off. But this and that, uh, I had to work these last three Mondays, and I'm like. But weren't you talking to me about, you know, some money thing and you needed more money for A, B and C? And you're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, so then you got extra hours. So on one hand, you were lamenting not having enough money. Then you got the extra hours. Now you have that money, but now you're having resentment for having to work on a Monday. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to we got to hold ourselves accountable like that. You know? Right. I wanted more money, but I didn't want to have to work on Mondays. I wanted you know I mean? the day off and just buy I wanted a lottery to fall tickets. from the sky. No, money doesn't fall from the uh, sky. But well, I mean, you can get it from the lottery. <laughs> you can. Uh, uninhibited joy. Okay, what's the? Uh, is there another one here? Uh, let's see. Purity. Purity. That's the last one. There. Perhaps one of the greatest gifts children give to the world is their purity. They are untainted and untroubled by worldly concerns. Ooh, that's transcendence right there. Yeah, that one's that's good. That's transcendence. They are untainted Issues and, and untroubled by worldly concerns. What By worldly concerns, issues, problems. They go about their day <laughs> seeing and doing good. That's huge. This is huge. They go about their day seeing and doing good. Their joy, their very being, their very being is pure, good, and true. Doesn't the kingdom of heaven require that? Yes, it does. Absolutely. They are untainted and untroubled by worldly concerns, issues, and problems. They go about their day seeing and doing good. So that's what I'm saying. You can see good in everything if you look for it. And the 
the thing we got to do in practice is we need to look for it. When we look for it, our vibration changes and then everything is possible. Look for what? When we look for the good, they go about their day seeing and doing good under purity. Gotcha. So we have to look. See, they see and do good. So they're seeing, right? So we have to see the good. And then we can, and that is doing good. It's even seeing a issue or hearing about an issue that seems negative, looking for the good in it is also doing good. Because looking for something, when, when it says it's, you know, the, the, the image on the screen tells you it's garbage. So it tells you, you know, the sky is falling. But then you say, well, if the sky's falling, I'm that much closer to heaven. Boom, that's an action. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like looking for the opposite in a lot of these. Yeah, because they, they only throw negative at us. Right. So we have to, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Out. Well, that's cool. Then I'm that much closer to heaven. I mean, that's a home run. Yeah. That was good. That's a home run. Thanks, Holy yeah, Spirit. That's good. I mean, that's a that's that's huge. Write that down. We're putting the that on the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, I have pieces to build steps. Yeah, right. Looks like we're gonna be look, looks like we're all gonna be there real soon then. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. The sky is falling. Then we're close. Oh, that's good. No, um, the, the, the the stage light falls. Oh yeah, the stage light in the Truman <laughs> Show. That was God, so what funny, a great dude. film. Oh, that was uh, so that's the first scene. I know. Oh, it was classic. And, like, oh. and then he's driving in the car, and the radio says it was a space debris or something. Yeah, and it's clearly a a, a set light. <laughs> set light. It's like what tape on it? Yeah, and he's he's thinking about something else. He doesn't actually hear the radio say that. Yeah, but I he, didn't actually hear the. Radio oh, you didn't? Say that. Okay, yeah, I was still focused on. He found a light. I've, you know, I watch awesome. it once a month, so you yeah. catch stuff every time you watch it. So purity, and then um, let's see here. Yeah. Well, it says right there, uh, doesn't the kingdom of heaven require purity? Jesus said, bless. This is in Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. That's right. The bless, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. That's right. And what does pure in heart mean? It means to have this openness to these possibilities, to be ready for them. It also means, I mean, it's it's probably one step forward to know that it can be this way as well. It can be this you way. You have to know that's the you have that to, it can be this way. Right. That's the key. Right. And how do we know? We have the example. Right. We have and we've done it. We've we you and I are both doing these things and things are getting a lot better for us. Yeah. The outside world and our own little uh our own little worlds my you know the world here at home my relationships with work etc cetera, etc cetera. things are getting better all the time and what trips me out though and i struggle with this is that the lack of understanding and it's a lack of faith right. knowing that it's going to work out for the good it's hard to take in. I know. Tim was... No matter what it is. 
It could be anything. Sometimes when we, when you and I are hanging out, it seems to go a lot smoother. But as soon as you know, we're out on our own, it can get harder. And and you know, harder. Like, <laughs> That's an understatement. I mean, look, haywire. O- October. That's what I was thinking. October was pretty good. November was f- amazing. And uh, you know, there's been a couple bumps in the road here in December. And I had to get reset. Uh, what is today? Yeah, I just reset myself yesterday. Actually, I had to reset everything. I was uh, my ego. Was, I had to, you had was, to do a hard reset. Yeah, I had to do a hard reset. I, like I, I, I did a hard reset. I did a hard reset. I kind of felt. That. I was. Uh, I've been feeling. I've been kind of getting busy. You know, the Christmas thing, and work slowing down a bit because of the holidays. And I like that because I don't want to be too busy during the holidays because I want to enjoy things. Yeah. You know, you say that right, and then it happens, and then you're like, "Well, wait, where's all the business?" And it's yeah. like, "Well, dude, yeah, you, you, already, you, you already, you already, you already said about. in October it's that you hard wanted to know in your heart." When something like that presents itself and you're just like, whoa, whoa, what am I going to do? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I just, I know for a fact in October, I was saying out loud to everybody that would listen and the beginning of November, I like December to be slow because I like yeah. to enjoy the Christmas season. Now yeah. it is. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's the conundrum right there. But if there's no work in December, well, yeah. what am I going to do <laughs> for, for January? January. <laughs> uh, and I need to be doing my meditation more. I was killing it in October and November. And, uh, you know, December, it's been few and far between. Um, and that's not good because yeah, that, right. that, that reset, that's hard reset and, and not just a 15 minute, I mean like a 30, an hour, right? you know, really. And then also my meditation before I go to bed, uh, that one's always great where I use my imagination to, and, and all my gratitude and all that. So, um, so I'm starting, I got a hard reset. I'm starting to do it, but this is the point too. We're telling you guys this because through this process, we're going to have ups and downs, but just wanting to reset, wanting to do the right thing is all it's going to take, um, to get in there. Okay. And then, so the attributes of a childlike must become like little children okay so that's good and then uh pull this up we should maybe um let's add imagination to that somewhere well i thought it was in here Um, yeah we will yeah that's the number that's i mean that's gonna be number one so we have complete trust receptivity teachability and humility we have focus on the now uninhibited joy purity and uh, you know what? It was a different article I was looking at where it had, I pulled up a second one, but I forgot to give it to you. Um, it was imagination. Really? Yeah, the ability. And you remember when you were a kid, I mean, I could literally could be in my room or any room as long as there wasn't an adult around. If I knew I was alone. Oh, it's and another I wasn't, world. Yeah, if I knew I was alone and I knew I wasn't going to be disturbed and mom and dad were not going to walk through that door, my whole, I mean, I was in a different realm, dude, for reals. Oh, for sure. Whatever I was imagining, whether I was in Star Wars or whether I was in Goltar, it was a famous cartoon, or whether I was um, flying like Superman superheroes. I mean, dude, it was on. And I would play the different characters. I'd be the bad guy, and I'd go stand in a different and say the bad guy lines, and I'd run over and become the good. I mean, I did full like episodes <laughs> by myself. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking about because uh, I was super into G.I. Joe's and. and- they had that cartoon come out too, you know, when it was big. 
back in the 80s or whatever. Oh, G.I. Joe was just. Um, yeah, you had all the action figures, the play sets. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We watched that. Me and my brother watched that cartoon, and then we'd just go in our room and play G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. For it, like it, three it, hours. Yeah, bro. yeah. We'd have like my mom's thread across the bunk bed, like to the oh. dresser, and they'd be sliding down. Like, oh, you got the strings and stuff. Yeah. Like they would, like that's like in the commercials, and they're trying to sell you the things. It goes, yeah. look, GI Joe play yeah, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would set yeah, it up like that. You yeah. do that. That's awesome. I, I had some pitch and play sets, and I have like one or two friends come over, and we would set it all up. The cartoons kind of gave you the, some ideas, and then you would just go to town after it was over. Yeah, that was the best. So yeah, so the, good. So the, what and what we mean by that is. You have to, we have to reclaim that power of our imagination where we can just be completely enveloped in our vision. Now, for an adult, it's going to look much different. We're not going to be, you know, setting things up in our living room, right? <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Cody, what are you doing? I'm, I'm setting up uh, my imagination scene here in the living room of me, you know, you know, <laughs> being worth $100 million. And she just, <laughs> it's all. You have a huge party, a disco light, whatever it is. You have an stacks infinity pool in the back. Stacks money. of Monopoly <laughs> Just money. Just money you printed. You're smoking a, a plastic cigar. <laughs> what in the fuck's going on here? No, no, no. But we mean, you know, when you go into your meditation, um, to imagine the best, whatever you want, whatever you want to accomplish, whatever your needs are in the moment, imagine the end of when you the get end it, result. the end result and it's positive and how you feel and it's positive of course right um, and how you feel and, and have a whole scene in your mind people talking about you and talking about the situation and isn't it amazing how you came out of it or, or is it amazing what happened to Tim or is it and, and, and you're just like a fly on the wall listening to people talk about you and then you kind of come into the scene and how would you feel what would you be wearing and, and imagine yourself like that and imagine uh, what out, you looked out the window. Imagine where you're living, you know, wherever you want to live. If it's New York, imagine a bunch of cities and you can see the Empire State Building. Yeah, the if more details you throw yes, in there, the better. Yes, because it, the more, because it will help the feeling. And so when the, when the feeling of the heart matches the imagination of the mind, that's when the mountain will move. That's when the, the, uh, the energy of the third dimension will start to morph and that's when the other energies to make that vision happen will start coming to you. And that is, uh, that's the science behind the, you know, behind the miracles of the mountain moving basically. Right. Or, and, and the water to wine, you know, we can go down the list, but it starts with the heart. Well, it starts with the spirit that lives within you. And then it's the heart meeting with the imagination, obviously. Here's a quote I just found right okay. here. It's nice. Uh, children do not move, think, or speak in a straight line, and neither does imagination nor creativity, but sadly our standardized pathways of education do. Oh, yeah. So the way the system has it all, the way the Truman Show has it all set up is to get linear. us to move in a linear straight <laughs> right. line and just kind of gray you know, it's almost as if you're watching Wizard of Oz and it starts out color and then it goes to gray instead of the opposite. <laughs> you know, it starts out black yeah. and white. Right. So you start out in yeah. color and then by the time you get to where we're at, it's just all gray. And yeah. you're like, I hate people. I hate it. Everything's going to shit. So sucking your thumb. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, and so I think we covered it, right? So that's an imagine. So imagination. That's the final one. 
those are the attributes that's being chained that that's you must change yeah and so all those things are going to dovetail uh with the other with the other laws that god put in place the universal laws his architecture you're going to all these attributes uninhibited joy divine imagination purity focusing on the now receptivity teachability humility and complete trust those things you're going to need in order to access the kingdom uh here and now and in order to uh start changing this world 100 percent with us to change that uh, polarity consciousness um from negative to positive and in order to do that you're gonna have to unlearn a lot of a lot of things and when we say unlearn we just mean <sighs> it's tough but you know we're not going to take the things that they've taught us at face value anymore. I know it sounds scary, right? Everyone's freaked out. What do you mean? No, we're I'm scratching my head over here. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're <laughs> not going to take it at face value. We're, we're going to reject any and all outright as much as possible. If it goes against the master's teachings, then we're going to suspend our belief in what they're saying, right? But we touched on this earlier um, in, in a previous episode. It's like watching a movie like Star Wars. You love Star Wars. You know all the characters, You probably the plot lines or whatever your favorite movie is, but you don't believe it, right? You know it's a movie. So yeah. same thing here, same thing here. We can still love our characters and know how it all works or how they say it works, okay? But we're not gonna put our emotion into it. That's what I mean when I say believe. Don't put so much emotion into what they say. Instead, we're going to shift that emotion over here to these teachings and see what happens. Focus that on way. the now. Yeah, we're going to focus on the now. We're going to we're going to believe this over here instead of them over there. That's what we're going to do. And in order to do that, you have to unlearn. Unlearn is stop the emotion. When you hear of, you know, whatever it is on, you know, we've covered that, it, whether it's economic, whether it's personal, whether it's the, the local news or the national news, or whatever it is. Uh, uh, my mom called and said that she's, you know, having uh, problems with her, you know, intestines or whatever, whatever, whatever. I have to. And know that there's some, and know that there's <laughs> right. some, there's some, there's going to be, there's good in that because what mom needs to be getting out of bed. Mom needs to be moving more. She's not moving a lot. Right. Yeah. So the body's going to create some discomfort in order for her to jump up and this start moving and start engaging and start. So gives her a reason to get up. Right. Instead of just taking her at face value. Oh my God, your intestines are having a problem and you're at home and you're going to hug you think, but let me rush down there right now and just what are you eating what are you doing what you know i think i got a facility yeah, for you mom yeah right and you were just just ratcheting up that stress and ratcheting right. up that whole that whole situation tamp it down start thinking about it you know why is her what's mom been eating what's her diet like is she able is she cooking for herself you know my mom's 70s uh, 71 now so you know things are starting to the wheels are starting to fall off a little bit but I've been telling her these things. You got to get up. You got to get moving. You got to, you know, you can't, yeah. you know, be stationary and expect things to, to work the same way. You got to drink more water. You, and she just yeah, starts rolling you, her eyes. Well, I mean, you got to present it to her like <laughs> childlike mind, right? Like you've lived 70 years. 
You've been moving constantly. Right. Right? And everything worked okay. And everything was working great. Right. What's changed? So what's changed really is you're not moving as much. You're not moving as much or drinking as much water. So let's do that. I mean, let's let's do that. Let's do that first. Let's do more of that. That's what I say. I mean, that's what I... You know, she called me up and she's like, oh, I think I have to go to the hospital. And I could have flipped out, told my wife, she'd drive down there, the whole thing. Sure. Or I would have, someone asked to with the kids, course. whatever. But instead I didn't. And instead I gave it about an hour and a half. And sure shit, she called me and she's like, okay, I'm feeling a lot better now. And I'm doing that. It's, you know why? Because I simply took it and I simply breathed through it. And I kind of found some joy in my mind, like, okay, well, this is probably a prompt for her to do something better. Mm-hmm. And, within an hour okay. and, and within an hour and a half, the problem corrected itself because I did not react in some kind of stressed emotionally. Way, like she was reacting. Yeah. So, you know, I stayed high. I stayed on a high vibration during that. And she was low. She raised i mean if you can just stay calm and you can just try to find the love and the joy the problems will start working themselves out or the solution will present itself in a make sense fashion happens all the time for me usually in a way that you never thought saw right. coming yeah that's, you know yeah and that's like the, that's like the wink from the from the spirit right there when that right. happens like oh i didn't think of that solution um and so that's what we're talking about. Just let, that's unlearning right there. Sure. Before I would have reacted all crazy and you know. Oh yeah, I've seen you. Do. You know, in my twenties, I'd be like blaming mom and you know negative talking mom. In my thirties, I'd be looking for way too many solutions and ratcheting up the stress level. Yeah. And now in my mid forties, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, don't shit your pants then. <laughs> She's shit my pet. You're so funny. So you know, get her out, <laughs> getting her laughing. Maybe you just sit on a diety pad like you do for the doggies. She has two little yeah. white dogs, so that makes her laugh a little bit and stuff. So it, it, that, that's really what it is. It's you know we don't we don't have to you know two plus two doesn't equal four anymore. You know we're not saying that. <laughs> you know we're not gonna you know yeah right. You won't be able to function. We're just we're just saying uh, slow slow down, and not everything that presents itself initially is the way it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, you know. Open your mind, change your perception a little right, bit. Right, right. Have that uh, receptivity right, and humility that you may not know. All right, and so uh, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, that was good. Right, we had fun. Yeah. Uh, I really like purity. I know. And then what? Yeah, it was good, dude. Well, I, thought, I thought so, too. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Purple Pill Show. Uh, We're making progress. Let's do it. See you next time. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye.